0: Hi, and welcome to Fireside Chats with Lacey Frazier and Marie Moeller. This is episode number seven, and today we are going to be talking about the journey of personal transformation. We have spent the past few months identifying and highlighting some key aspects of our life journeys, namely our egos and conditioned selves, our defenses and our armor, and are light and shadow traits that require a level of self-awareness in order to even begin to see them, to witness them, and to become more conscious of them, so that we can begin to have the choice of what to do about them, and so that we can have the choice of learning how to work with them instead of unconsciously working against them. One of my mentors wisely once said to me, we live our lives in layers. In this way, we are all akin to the amazing artichoke that is formed from layers and layers and spirals and spirals of life experiences, energies, lessons, gifts, dreams, challenges, and triumphs through time. As I spoke about in our April newsletter and introduced our topic of the journey of personal transformation, there is a beloved children's book in my family that I remember reading to our kids when they were young about a family that goes on a bear hunt. And they are happy about this adventure. And they begin their journey with optimism, vitality, and gratitude for a beautiful day. But along the way, they encounter obstacles to their goals of finding a bear. And they say at each one, at each obstacle, almost like a mantra throughout the story, We can't go over it. We can't go under it. We can't go around it. Nope. We have to go through it. And I find that to be so true of our journeys of personal growth and transformation. Many of us begin our lives with joy, trust, openness, and optimism for the life that is opening to us, the families we have entered and joined, and for the experiences we are going to have. And over time, the conditions of this world, of this culture, of this family, or in the systems we are exposed to and expected to adhere to can wear us down or on some level require our development of defenses and disguises to protect how we really feel on the inside about those conditions and those experiences. Until a time comes when we decide to go on a journey, a bear hunt, if you will, in this metaphor— to find a bear, or in our case, our bareness, our authenticity, or our true self as the hero of our own journey. We can't go around the obstacles that present to us. We can't go under those challenges. We can't just go over the triggers, defense mechanisms, and shadow aspects that we all have inside us. Nope, we can only go through them to rediscover the gifts and the gems in the journey that expose the real us, the awesome us that we are, and the incredible awareness, joy, and freedom that we are all meant to have in order to reclaim that original spark that we arrived with in this world. I see our journeys of personal transformation very much like that children's story, where we have to commit To the journey at some level, so that when our layers rise up to show to us our egos, our armor, our defenses, our projections, and our shadow, en route to rediscovering our light and the truth that we are so much more than we often remember ourselves to be before we began this life journey, we can be a little more prepared in our hearts, minds, and physical bodies for the journey. There will be twists and turns and unexpecteds, but with support from podcasts and videos like this one, and many other wonderful tools for positive growth and transformation in the world today, we can engage the journey back to wholeness, to joy to positive self-perception and soul authenticity, to creativity, and to conscious awareness and heart integration that leads to lives of incredible meaning, interconnection, and happiness. We can begin to witness and in time really appreciate the richness in all of our layers and spirals and ups and downs in our journeys here that have so much to teach us and to enrich us about being the light, the talents, and the incredible beings we are underneath all of those conditionings and the obstacles we may presently find ourselves facing. So with that said, welcome Lacey. Welcome Marie. (laughs)
1: Let's
0: explore the journey of personal transformation in this conversation together today. We invite our listeners to take a deep breath in, to open your heart, and to just allow the time you spend with us here in these fireside chats and our other uplifting conversations at Whole Soul School and Foundation to simply nourish your willingness to know yourself a little better, to peek at some of the armor or ego defenses you may still be wearing or utilizing in your life and to get a little curious about who you might actually be inside all of that, just waiting for the amazing opportunity to come out and express more of your talents and your gifts in your life. It becomes one of the most amazing adventures of our lives to get really curious about who we really are, beyond who we have been told that we were, beyond who we may presently believe that we are, and beyond who we have been conditioned To be, so let's get started.
1: Wow, Marie, that was um, a beautiful introduction and really a summary of so much of what we've already talked about in our fireside chats up until this point, starting in January. Um, And some might think that this theme for the month, this journey of transformation, is could be misplaced in a way because truly everything that we're doing and everything that we're talking about. has to do with our journey of transformation. Um, We just highlight different parts of it uh, in each month. But I I think it's really important to talk about the journey itself, to help people understand and shift their perspective about their lives, because that's what this is really about. I want to talk a little bit about the perspective that our life is a journey in the first place. You know, there are so many human beings out there who, who don't have any idea of what we mean when we say journey of personal transformation. Mm, So true. You know, they're not, they're not really even aware that they're on a journey. They don't view their life as a journey. Yeah. They might view it as a chore or they don't, or they just might not view it in any specific way at all. Right. Or any kind of bigger context. Exactly. Um, and And certainly, many people are not aware that that maybe change is needed some some are aware, and some don't even think that change is possible or that they have any control over that change. And when I say change, of course, I'm referring to transformation so so first, we have to establish that this life is a journey. every day is a journey. it's a part of a much larger path that we're all walking in our own unique way. And part of that to me is is understanding, and in my blog article for the month, I talk about the concept that I believe that my whole existence is a journey. I mean, I view everything that happens to me in a given day or a given month or a given year, every challenge or every triumph is part of my unique path as I walk through this life.
0: And you feel that way now, and we both have that language now because we've had some opportunities for growth and change in our lives that that give us the opportunity to look back and see that we've been on a journey. But I would imagine if we both think about it, and I'd be curious for you to answer that question earlier on, did you know that you were on a journey when you were younger? Like, did you have a sense
1: of that, or...? No, I mean, I think I think my my language changed and shifted um, after after our sort of spiritual awakening, if you will, uh, back in two thousand and three. Uh, however, you know, I always had a sense that there was some kind of path going on. Like, I have a past, I have a present, and I've and I have a future. And I was yeah. sort of aware of that, but I don't think I really. I really understood that that everything in my world, every thought, every feeling, every behavior, every interaction, every experience is part of the journey yeah. and we are you know we're we've talked about this concept of conditioning, but we're so conditioned early on to believe that what's important is you know X Y and Z? It's an education, or it's to get a job, or it's to pay the mortgage, or it's it's to have letters after our name, or it's to make a lot of money, you know. And I think that there's a sense of acquiring or achieving something
0: because I think the systems we're conditioned in, you know, teach us that that you're going to do this to get this, and you're going to do this to get this. It's kind of, it is yeah. kind of a global conditioning. I think many of us go through, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us can relate to that. I, I, I Versus so. the journey for the journey's sake and starting to find meaning in every moment.
1: Right. Well, that's, that's the major shift right there. You just said that so well, that that's the shift, the journey for the journey's sake. Yeah. And that's what changed, I think, for me. And, and if I may speak for you, I think... Uh, all of a sudden, this life that had short-term and long-term goals, and right. you know, bank account amounts, and and bills that had to be paid, and children that had to be raised properly, or and to-do what do it, lists of what, some kind, lots of to-do lists, yes, lots of to-do lists. Uh, it that all changed. That all changed for us, and and all of a sudden, this life became a journey. And it became a journey for the journey's sake, and it became a journey of soul growth, and that's a deep, that's a deep concept that it is may not resonate resonate with people, and it and it may yeah. Um, but I just know for me, and I I feel very passionate about this. That I am here on my journey, and I am transforming, and I'm open to transformation, and I'm o- open to change. And I know, you know, I live kind of by this mantra that, that anything is possible and nothing is permanent. Right. Now let that just sit in the air for a minute. Yeah. Anything is possible and nothing is permanent. If you really adopted that mantra, boy, a lot of suffering and challenge and angst and strife kind of falls away. Yeah. Or at minimum is neutralized.
0: Because we have a lot of beliefs about all the, those two components, right. that anything is possible and that nothing is permanent. Right. So when we're, typically, if we haven't had this call to change or shift or this broader perspective in some way, if we're stuck in a situation that doesn't feel good, a lot of people just feel stuck and, and that there are no possibilities uh, for them to make a better life for themselves or a different situation. And, and I think that's where I think hopefully we're speaking to some people in our audience, audience that may feel that way. Because I know when we first encountered some of the big challenges we faced separately and together, Lacey, was that at the time when we were facing a really big challenge, we felt the same way. That, that something about what we were facing at first felt insurmountable. Yes. And that there, the chances of change or transcending that experience in any way seemed an impossibility. And so we're not speaking to anything that we don't know ourselves, but it's interesting to be doing these podcasts together to call out through each other. What we did have to go through and the steps it took and the awareness and the skills we had to open up inside ourselves to realize that possibilities are there for all of us. No matter what situation you're in, there's always a better feeling thought. There's always a next better choice that you can make. It might be a teeny tiny baby step that you can make towards something that feels better or that's slightly healthier or that takes care of your personal boundaries just a little bit more than what you've done in the past. And every small step is like a giant leap in personal growth, really. Yes, really.
1: I, I call it the next right step. And if you combine the next right step with towards a better feeling thought, you can really shift in any situation, no matter how hard or challenging. And the it world may be possible right. does become
0: possible to you because right. you see you're literally moving differently in your life, You're literally having a different attitude and a different feeling. And we aren't talking about this too much yet, but you start to have a different energy about you, you know, and and that all creates um, a frequency or certainly a way of being in our lives that you can just tell the same circumstances might be swimming around you, you might still have mounds of debt, you might still have a ton of things going on, right? But you know you can still take that next right step once you realize that there's a language and there's the possibility of that. There's in some way in your life, if you're stuck in something that you feel like there's no way out, there's no how, there's no path that's ever going to get created that someone like you can never find your way out of that situation, whatever that situation might be. If you just open to the possibility that there is a step you can take, if you just focus on being willing to see it, and you summon that awareness that it can happen, that it is possible, it's amazing what will shift in your, in your world and in your inner self. Don't you think Lacey, that's what we've seen. And you may want to add some things to that. I just want to say the mere willingness to admit that there is a possibility creates an openness that allows the possibility to get created.
1: Yes. I I mean, obviously everything you said is, is, really important. I think what's what what what's called for right now in this moment is to take all that in and take a deep breath and return to the concept of this the the journey because really we could be there are people out there who don't even see their life as a journey. So I think step 1 in the journey of transformation is shifting your perspective about your life and viewing it as a journey that you are on, as an adventure that you are on. Okay? So it's just yes. an awareness that you are, that your life is an adventure and you're on a journey. Just like kind of your bear hunt, you know, you exactly. we're going on a bear hunt. So 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 the first step is the shift to say, I'm on this journey, I'm on this path. And then I think the step the second step is Once you shifted that language to then say, okay, now that I know that I'm on this journey, I'm going to start to become aware, right? I'm going to start to be aware of how I think. I'm going to be aware of how I talk to people. I'm going to be aware of my, if I tend to judge or I tend to gossip or I tend to think of myself as a victim, I'm going to be aware of my thought patterns I'm going to be aware of how I'm feeling in a given moment, and I'm going to be aware of what's happening in my environment because awareness is the self-awareness is so much of what you and I are talking about all the time. But we can't have an awareness about change if we're not in a state of awareness period. Does that make sense? I know I'm kind of going around in a loop, but I'm trying to make it fairly understandable that we first have to say we're on a journey. Yes. Then we have to become as self-aware as we can by paying attention to our thoughts and our feelings and our behaviors, identifying patterns in those, asking people for feedback, right? And then in our awareness, we have to be willing to, and the word willing is super important, as you pointed out, in our awareness we have to be willing to talk about challenge we have to be willing to admit that we're stressed we have to be willing to talk about shadow traits we have to be willing to to admit that something is really really challenging us and then and then if we're willing to see it and face it and name it then we have to be willing to take steps to change it and shift and transform and all of this is part of that transformational process. So no, you I've, you, I've, you look like you're chomping at the bit to <laughs> jump in here.
0: <laughs> no, I I was listening actually very intently to the way you were describing that and I think that helps break some of the the you know stages of the journey down for for people who are listening to our conversations and who are somewhere in their journey. And you can substitute lots of things for the journey. I like the word journey, but it's in your life story. It's in your life's adventure. It's in your life experiences. Script, you know, path. In your life script, in your life path. We can put a lot of words to that would, that would mean similar to what we're talking about to the journey. But I when I was really listening to you, one of the things that I think you know, I think we talked about maybe in the podcast about self-awareness is there's a critical skill, I think, of the willingness and a critical skill of the witness observer, because first we have to become aware that there's something that we're doing more than just being, you know, dropped off here on this earth uh, and, and to just go through the stages of life, always trying to achieve or get somewhere or something. Um, and, you know, we're born, we we're, we're, we develop, we're driven to achieve some things, or maybe we're not driven to achieve some things. We're just passing time and then we pass, we transition when our life is complete. But in a much broader perspective of us being souls and human bodies and having a spiritual element to who we are, that's the part that we're ultimately trying to, you know, really increase people's awareness about in these podcasts, and these conversations is to say there's a bigger presence inside us that is witnessing the journey for us until we wake up and realize we can witness it, too. And so, and it's, it's when we do start to realize that we are here for a time, all of us are here on the planet, on the earth for a time in these identities with this name, with this, you know, this, this package of traits that we've given to ourselves or other people have given to us through our conditioning. And, you know, and we, we can start to look at that as a story and as a journey And up until a certain point in all of our lives, when we're not conscious about it, it's a journey that's kind of been given to us or a story that we've adopted versus it being our own story. And so I think that witness observer comes in here that becomes very important because once you start to be able to be aware that you're in your life, that you're living your life, but you can witness how you're showing up in your life, you know, whether you're going to school or you go to work every day, or you have interactions with your family, At some point in your day, you're interacting with something. and if Or if you're just out in nature, you know, and you don't even have a lot of people that you interact with on a regular basis, but you're interacting with something because we can't be here on the earth and not interacting with the field of energy around us. And so I just wanted to comment to you that when I listen to you give those steps of how we show up in our lives and how we join the journey consciously of personal transformation and how we step into a willingness to change... The first step for me for sure is, was beginning to witness who I was showing up to be in my conditioned self and who I wanted to choose to be that I even potentially had the power to change how I'd reacted my whole life until that point, that I could change my response to things, that I could shift my perspective about things, that I could engage with people around me in a different way that I had, that I had done before.
1: And, and I, you're, you're really talking about empowerment. You're really talking mm. about self empowerment. And, and that, is, that is, you know, probably the, the, the linchpin of the steps, which is, which is taking your, your power back and, and moving into a place of accepting responsibility for your life and the creation of every step in your life and, right. and the steps on your journey. Right. Yeah. So so when we talk about, you know, we talk about first naming the journey, we talk about then stepping into a place of 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 awareness and being willing to observe, like you said, and witness ourselves. And then we actually start to own responsibility for our next steps on the path. Right. And, 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 and that from is a that key perspective thing of mm-hmm.
0: seeing where we've been. I yes. mean, even in that moment, we can look around ourselves in in kind of a 360 degree view. If we want to look at that, how do I interact with my mom? How do I interact with my son? How do I interact with the dog? How am I interacting with my boss? That witness observer is getting a lot of opportunities to just see who have I been showing up to be up till this point. And then from that vantage point, which is much more aware that's what happens when you start to witness yourself showing up in your, you haven't changed a thing except for being willing to witness. How are they perceiving me? How are we perceiving this interaction? How am I showing up to be on this day in this moment? Do I like what I see? Do I like who I am in this moment? Do I like how I feel? All this is brings in a lot of sensory awareness, right? It brings in that willingness to be aware of how we're feeling, how we're talking, how we're being, And bringing us into a perspective that we can start to be in a position to choose a different way, to choose a different response, to choose a different emotion, to choose a different feeling, to choose a different path. Um, But you're right. And and with that process, that there's several mini steps, I'm sure, in that process, but it becomes more empowering the more we realize that we have choice.
1: Well, and I think something that, if I can interject here, that's really important when I've re- I've read a lot of books about transformation and change, and you can create your own reality, and um, and a lot of people talk about that 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 it takes sort of a catalyzing event or or a trauma or a shock to the system for for people to really wake up and and decide to to change, to decide that that change is needed, and. And one of the, I, I believe that, I, I know for sure that cattle. I mean, you and I have had that, that, that oftentimes it takes a catalyzing event to wake us up to a different way to think and a different way to be and a different way to perceive our reality. I get that. And one of the reasons I think you and I wanted to create Whole Soul School and Foundation and to have these podcasts was to provide An education and content that people could access, and they didn't necessarily have to go through a major trauma to transform or to change. They could actually be listening. Now they may have found their way to us because of something in their life, or or maybe they were just referred by a friend. But the point is, is that we can choose to transform. We can choose to change. We can choose to move forward um, without needing that. Deep trauma um, or catalyzing event. At least that's my hope.
0: I think so. I think that, and I think a lot of people just in the conditions of the world today, whether it's you want a better job, you want a higher income, you want to provide for your family in a different way, you want to downsize your life. Maybe you have too much stuff and you want to change in, in the direction of being able to, um, you know, make your life a little more manageable, a little simpler. There's just, there's so many different directions that people can desire change in their life. And we don't have to wait for drama and trauma to find us that you, you know, just that interest in seeking something different. And I think a lot of people are finding that in their life in some way, a little differently, maybe Lacey, than than you and I found it. Mm -hmm. I think there's just, there's definitely almost like an impulse for change, I think, going on in the world Mm -hmm. today. Yes. You know, you see it generationally with the kids today, you know, not everybody... Um, automatically necessarily wants to go to college right after school maybe they, they there's all there 's so many more options with the you know the the one mind that the internet is that you can go to the internet and you can find certifications or you can choose a different career path or you can make connections with somebody on the other side of the world by a click of a button. I think we have a lot more choice from the buffet of experiences that life is offering now than maybe many of us had even ten or twenty thirty years ago so um, yeah, I think that I think we don't have to wait for drama and trauma to find us anymore to catalyze change. I think there's almost an impulse for change in many of us as we see that you know the, the climate, the weather patterns, the shifts on the planet, the financial structures, the educational structures. I mean, the the planet is telling us it's time for change. Even if we have even if some of us haven't woken up to that, the cues are all there. Yes, and I think that's that's a big. Um, awareness that I think is percolating in a lot of people whether you know whether it's they want to be more conscious of the food they eat or you know choose food that's been grown sustainably or um products that are made by you know with fair trade and fair fair exchange practices and so I think a lot of us are are waking up and I think that there's a timing of that that is is interesting that as a collective humanity I think we're being summoned to something more but there there can be those who will still take that gentle nudge and, um, and, and go at a slower pace. And that's fine too. There are some people who feel that gentle nudge and they don't need the drama or the trauma, the big catalyst to come into their life, but they're just enjoying the freedom to choose. Um, that this, this, uh, at this time, you know, in 2019 on planet earth, we do have a lot more choice than we had in many years before. And so, because we can make connections and, and there's so many more tools available, right? The self-help genre, uh, you know, there's tons of online classes. There's people talking on YouTube and all the social media platforms like us. Information is so much more widely available. Um, it almost finds us sometimes, uh, but a lot can happen when we choose to become active participants in a process that's inviting us. And that's, I think that's what I was ultimately trying to say to your point, Lacey, is that no, we don't have to wait for the drama or the trauma or the challenges to find us. Um, We can step more consciously into choosing it. And sometimes that's just an awareness. If you want something more, or you just want something different in your life than what you've been experiencing. I think that is another form of catalyzing experience that we don't talk enough about Um, that sometimes people are just called to they feel like they've tapped out in their career. They feel like they've explored what they wanted to explore, explore in the vocation or, or whatever the thing is that you've been doing for a long time. And you just want something different. I think a lot of people just want something different and they're interested to find out what that is. And they find their way into program into, you know, shows like this, um, that are talking about how can I do that? How can I just make that change? How can I jump into that new life? Even if I don't know the steps for the new life.
1: Yeah, you know, I think what what a lot of people are doing now I'm finding more and more is they are they are asking that question is this all there is? I this can't be all there is and they're seeking meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really seeking meaning in their life and and I'm meeting more and more people who are ready to quit their, their corporate jobs or get out of that marriage or whatever it is because they they something is calling them forward and they are not happy with the status quo and they are taking their power back to change to change their life and 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 pursue happiness and joy and contentment and and they start to kind of wake up in a way uh, they you know we've been in a spell and and people are starting to wake up out of the spell saying well wait a minute I don't I don't really have to be in this anymore I don't need to feel stuck I can take the steps to get myself out and move and move on right so you know this journey of transformation that we're talking about It's talked about in a lot of different ways by a lot of different people over the decades, Um, you know, and we're going to talk about how the uh, mythologist and and philosopher Joseph Campbell, uh, he produced a a ton of work around the hero's journey, uh, one of my favorite uh, authors and also that the, one of my favorite films is called finding Joe. And it's, it's about, it's about his pays tribute to his work and, and his description of the hero's journey. And we're going to watch that between now and our next podcast. And we will discuss that then. Um, but really that's what we're talking about is we, you know, I just kind of go back to, if I see that my life is a journey, it's an adventure. And I, I am the author of that adventure and I can now start to ask questions to, to find my way on a journey that is meaningful for me. Um, that's, I mean, to me, that's what it's all about. And I feel like that's what we're talking about. Um,
0: and I just wanted to add to that, you know, um, I think we all are on a quest for a deeper meaning. I think, You know, all the gadgets and all the devices and all the technology, while it's fantastic and in many ways it makes our lives simpler and easier in some respects. I think in many ways, too, that it's pulled us a little bit off course as as a humanity, as a collective um, of, you know, you can't completely satisfy our soul's need for meaning in in the devices. I think they're useful for the connections that we can make that we weren't able to do in many years past. But I think um, there's this process of um, coming back to our to a wholeness inside ourselves. And the other thing I wanted to say, Lacey, is that we really, 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 um, you know, just like the story of the bear hunt, you know, the whole point of that story that I love so much is that they are going to face obstacles. They are, they're going on a journey. They think it's to catch a bear, but really they want to go on this adventure. And, they They're all excited about what they're about, and they're all together. you know there's a community feeling they're, they're with their family, it's going to be a great day. And of course, they're going to face some obstacles because that's how we test ourselves to to, to remind ourselves that this is a journey. Sometimes the obstacles are there just to wake us up to say, "You're not here just a pastime." You are here to grow some skills. You are here to pass some tests and some lessons with yourself. And what I want to say, Lacey, as you mentioned, Joseph Campbell and, and some of the um, teachers and speakers and authors that we spotlight in our, in our second fireside chat every month um, the teachers or the gurus or the experts of people who have been doing this for a long time. It's important for anyone listening to realize that at the end of the day, the only one that can make your journey amazing and to engage your journey is you. And we really, no one else can do that for us. We can go to hundreds of workshops. We can read lots of books. We can watch a lot of people on YouTube. And that's helpful because it's very supportive when we're, when we're trying some new things on and we need to hear the voice of some new perspectives in our lives, you know, because when we can't see the next steps in the path, it helps to, to listen to some people who've been there before us. And I've certainly done that. I've listened to people who've journeyed a little bit ahead of me and I find that very validating and affirming and supportive. But one of the things I also really like about that that bear hunt story is really just that we don't get a free pass. We, We can't go around the things in our lives that seem difficult or challenging. And what I find is those of us who've tried to go around things typically find that somehow that's very same thing, that very same trigger, or that very same challenge will just show up a different way with a different person in a different setting, which means it's for you. That particular right. <laughs> challenge has your name on it and you can't go around it and you can't pay somebody to workshop to do the work for you. You can't, you, you know, the only way we grow is by rolling up our sleeves and getting in the, you know, getting in the dirt, getting in the garden of self-awareness, um, and, and, and really putting in the time and engaging ourselves and, and doing a lot more of the witnessing and having some of the self-compassion and watch, things come out of our mouth that we wish we had rather not said or, and witness ourselves make a choice. And we, when we're witnessing it now, we're really watching, we say, gosh, why would you choose that? You know, and, 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 not judge it, but really be curious about it. Did that really serve, you know, you, did that help you to feel better? Did that help other people around you? Did that serve them well? And when we start to engage life on a, in, on this level, you realize you wouldn't want anybody else to do the work for you. Because you don't get the gifts of the journey either. So I love listening to very inspirational people. I love watching movies like Finding Joe and The Shadow Effect and The Shift. And um, there's another one, The Ultimate Gift, I think we've talked about so far. I love doing that. But at the end of the day, I am the author of my life. I'm the writer of the script. I'm the participant. I'm the driver of the car. Whatever metaphor you want to use, but it's us. We're the only ones that are steering the, the ship of our of our journey. We're, we're the ones creating what we are living and what we are experiencing. And I know that it may be early on in these conversations to be talking that way. I happen to believe personally that that's very true, that I really do think we are the creators of our lives. And it's only in going to, ne- to more steps in the journey and more levels of consciousness that you start to realize that there's just about, there. there's a power and there's a meaning in everything that we do. And um, and there's a richness in being willing to go into the journey, not go around things, not trying to go under things, not trying to find a shortcut or a cheat sheet or some way to not have to do, you know, take on the full brunt or the full impact of the work. There's something really magnificent about knowing yourself this well and getting really intimate Uh, with yourself and really seeing who you really are and knowing what your triggers are and knowing what you what you love and what your passion is and admitting those things to yourself. And that's something else that a lot of people hide from themselves is really what makes them really happy because to admit what really makes them happy often exposes where they're not really happy. And that can bring a lot of change in people's lives. So, you know, as much as people will may lament the situations that they're in there's a certain level of comfort of just being complacent in what you're in because you don't have to look at the things that might need to change to make it any different than
1: it is so marie if we were to if we were to maybe sum up with five or six significant sort of states of being hmm. that one would would need to have or possess in order to embrace their journey of transformation, you know, I'd like to talk about what those would be because, you know, I, I worked with with men in prison for a long time, and I, over the years, I saw kind of a recipe or or sort of ingredients um, that that really helped them transform. And um, of course, the first one is openness, open heart, and an open mind. And I would say the second one is willingness, right? Willingness comes up for Uh, me right away. Definitely. uh, Because we have to have a willingness to embrace change. We have to have a willingness to look at the truth of who we really are. We have to have a willingness to look at our shadow and our light. We have to be... So we have to be open and willing, first and foremost, if we're going to move forward in this journey. Um, and And then... Two other ingredients for me that come to mind as I've watched, witnessed over the years is humility Mm. and vulnerability. Mm. And these are two... Huge words. that uh, Marie's sort of shrugging up her shoulders, like, uh, "Oh, I don't know if I want to go there." But, but it's true. You know, we have to. Uh, we are often born and raised with such an egocentric mindset and approach to the world, and it really takes a lot of humility to to uh, face what we need to face within ourselves. I'm, and when I talk, I'm always talking about ourselves, us, mm-hmm. what we need to face in ourselves on our journey. I used to say to the men all the time, it's never about anybody else. So as much as you want to complain about that person and that person and that prosecutor and that judge and that grandmother and that father or whatever, we have to understand that our journey is ours and whatever we're, we're dealing with a lot of times is... It's 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 on us to change.
0: Well, and so when you remove that defense mechanism of judgment or blame, which we've talked about before, you end up in a in a stage of vulnerability because the only person you're looking back at
1: is you. So that that's it. there. It is there. Mm-hmm. It is. So so it's it's the humility. And then it's it's allowing for the vulnerability. Allow the vulnerability. Allow the vulnerability. Um, it's just critical to 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 grow. Um, and you know we could have an entire podcast about humility and vulnerability. Sure. So so we've got openness. And
0: I will say, in yeah. time, humility, humility, and vulnerability instead of being something that maybe might feel initially like a weakness they actually become one of our greatest strengths to be able to be strongly vulnerable right which seems like an oxymoron or something that doesn't go together or Mm -hmm. you know really gently humble in some way because i think our culture teaches us to buck up or you know just you know, take it like a man or, you know, whatever the phrases we've all heard is that we need to, you know, don't be a cry baby. You know, we've all been told in our own ways that we just had to sort of just get through it and our feelings weren't really honored. Yeah. And, um, and going back to humility and vulnerability invites us to a place to actually feel those feelings at a certain point in our life without the armor. We have to go back and feel some of those feelings so that we can move forward. Um, So I think those four that you talked about were really important. The openness, the willingness, the vulnerability, and the humility.
1: And the last one for me that I'd like to add before we wrap it up here is self-compassion. And again, that could be its own podcast. but, But having compassion for our journey, having compassion for life circumstances.
0: Having compassion for all the things we've been doing and being and believing when we just weren't aware that there was a choice for anything else different that there was a different path or a different way that we could be other than what we'd adopted or been conditioned to believe that this is how it had to be. And so I think we all would make different choices. I think we can all look at our lives uh, at some level and say, "Oh, if I could do that over again, I would make that choice, a different choice. Or if I could, you know, if I could have just tweaked that maybe a couple degrees differently, the whole outcome would have turned out in a different way." And so, you know, and that's part of growing perspective and and having a shift inside our consciousness um, from being able to see things from a different aerial view or a different, you know, that witness observing. I was going to, I must add those two and they they are critical in the journey because without the witnessing and observing, it's harder, it's hard to grow our self-awareness with compassion and not judgment, So the witness observer is able to engage this process detached from the ego's defense mechanisms to attack or judge or project or deny or avoid any of those things. The witness observer isn't engaging those ego defenses. The witness observer is fully allowing themselves um, to just see the situation for what it is without all of the emotion running through your body, um, just sort of a detached witness observer and watching it as if it was a movie that you're a witness to, but you're not completely in it. I find that that's a really, I'm not talking about complete dissociation. Uh, you know, there's other more negative traits that can, that can unfold here, but I'm talking about the positive aspects of us witnessing who we're showing up to be learning from who we've been being and, and, and choosing a different path and making different choices. So, you know, for the purpose of this conversation, I think those are, there are many more skills that we could be talking about and, and we will be talking about. Um, but this, the journey of personal transformation is just the next, um, stone in the fog if we've been laying stones in the fog of a journey that many of us can't see you know you don't get to, you know, you don't get to see where you are until you look back of where you, you've been that's kind of what the journey of personal transformation is afterwards you can draw the map of how it all went but when you're going through it you have no idea what your course is, which Amen. course you're going to take Amen. it's a faith, it's a journey of faith and it's a journey of stepping up and believing that inside you is a map and inside you, you have all the skills that you need to make this adventure great and make this adventure be all about the meaning that you, you really do crave at a deeper level and the knowledge of yourself that so many of us are seeking to uh, reclaim in our lives. And, um, and we don't have to wait until most of our life is over and we can retire. And then maybe we can focus on ourselves. We can engage this deeper part of ourselves at any time yes at any time and so i'm grateful for the listeners and our, our growing audience here at whole soul school and foundation um we have many projects that we're involved in we have many ideas for things we're going to be creating um so stay tuned for more uh and to hear more about the things that we're going to be creating through whole soul school and foundation and some of our other organizations that we're we're in the process of launching and um and that's all part of our expansion process of uh we've been growing in a lot of ways you know um acquiring a lot of these tools and these skills, Lacey, and sharing them is is our life's work that brings meaning to us yes um and and fulfills our passion and purpose so I don't know was there anything else you wanted of course I'm saying of course there'll be more you know of course there'll be more core, tr- core skills yeah, than you we're know when I about
1: well when, and when we have these these fireside chats, I love these conversations so much the one thing that's hard about them is that you could go so deep and so broad on any aspect of them. So right. we just want to remind our listeners that these are our 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 chats that are meant to kind of wet your whistle if you will and and hopefully you are engaging in in the conversation in your own heart and in your own mind and that you will be uh, supportive as we continue to journey and offer more of these conversations, and and we will we are in uh, have an intention of establishing some courses and uh, an area uh, a membership area at some point where you can join and we take a deeper dive into all of these concepts that we're introducing on our fireside chat. so that. That is our intention, and I hope you're following us in our newsletter because that's sort of where we're, we're releasing yeah. um, all of our ideas, if you will, ahead of time. Uh, but I know you wanted to close us out, Marie.
0: Yes. Well, I I first just want to say thank you, Lacey, and um, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us in this really important conversation about the gifts and the work involved in the journey of personal transformation. No one can do it for us. As I've already said, there is no free pass. There is nowhere to get our ticket punched to go to the next level of our lives and and in our conscious awareness without going through the work and the journey of personal transformation and personally reclaiming our authenticity, our truth, our talents, and our light ourselves. The moral of the story is there is no way out but through. And through gets to be a whole lot more fun when you understand it as part of the adventure of the journey. Our innate curiosity to know ourselves is one of life's best companions in the journey. Mm. So call in your curiosity, And find ways to support your desires to dig a little deeper, witness yourself more frequently, make more conscious choices, and be more truthful overall about who you are, what you desire, how you would like to see your life evolve, and who you would like to grow and to be. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with friends or people you know who would benefit from these conversations. Please visit our new website at www.wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org. It just launched this week, so we're pretty excited about
1: it. New website, new website, new website.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So most everything is up and running fully, which is really exciting. And anything that isn't 100% will be 100% very soon. So please visit our website and subscribe to be sure to receive all of our latest updates and inspirational offerings. Remember to visit us on Facebook to check out our latest Reminders for the Soul, which are inspirational messages that we post twice a week, generally focused on the theme we are talking about each month. They shed light on our soul journeys and aim to put a spark or a little reflection in your day. And lastly, please consider making a donation to Whole Soul School and Foundation. You can make a one-time donation or a monthly sustainer donation to us, all of which help us to continue to provide this free content and to consciously create this pathway to greater wholeness, inspiration, positive energy, and transformation for all of our listeners. Your donations also help to support us in creating new content and purchasing books materials, and helpful tools for people whose lives have been impacted by incarceration. Many desire the support to engage the journey of personal transformation and wholeness in their lives and simply don't have access to these essential resources and positive materials in order to take those next steps. So we thank each and every one of you for your time, your donations, and your cooperative spirit in these efforts Thank you, Lacey. Thank you, Marie. And we appreciate our listeners and subscribers for joining us in the journey. Have a great day, everyone. Blessings.